Good morning, my friends. Good morning. Hello, everybody in Ashes to Ruby's world and family. Welcome to the podcast. This is uh, John and Vicky doing our morning devotional, our morning meditation. Woohoo! I understand that we're amateurs, but you're killing me with that uh, intro. Killing me, killing me, killing you softly. <laughs> um, you were saying something about clothing and styles. What is oh the gosh. worst style? clothing style that you ever incorporated into your life um blue glasses i've seen pictures of the blue glasses long before long before colored glasses were in were like didn't you have red as well yeah at one point but you had blue blue was like the early early one and like i was in junior high and so like no one had that and the tinted ones had just come out, like where they would oh, go into are... automatic sunglasses, yeah, and it was the worst. Because those are bad. In the fluorescent lighting at school, like they'd be tinted. So I think they've come a long way with those, they have, where they go but, dark oh, to light. So bad. Um, so your worst clothing was glasses, but wouldn't the blue make your eyes pop? Your your eyes are blue. I know. I thought that's what that's what we thought when we bought. How about clothing? What was your worst clothing style? No, everything that I wore was like perfectly in style. I remember hairdos. I guess your clothing was okay, but your hairdos were like the hairspray and the that like was the style. The yeah, yeah. I don't know about that style. No, I think my worst one was. I think the 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 bleached ripped jeans. Mm. I had those. Those were in style. And you just said, "What's in style? Biker shorts. Bike shorts. Like, bike shorts. Like spandex. You said you're yeah. wearing them." Like spandex bike shorts uh-huh. with like the crotch liner? No. Like so it's nice no, and no, soft no, 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 when no. you sit? No. Or are you just talking spandex shorts? Yeah, just like spandex shorts. They call them bike shorts. Who's this in style for? Like male and female? If you go online shopping that you see lots of. I feel like I see those people biking. No. Or is it just like I get to walk around in bike shorts? Do you have to wear cleats, like bike cleats with them? Or is it just bike shorts? I hate and... this conversation so much. You're driving me crazy. <laughs> I can't drive you crazy. You're choosing to be crazy. <laughs> I'm choosing to be crazy. All right. Well, I'm not going to get me some bike shorts, even though if they're... I'm you're buying them for you. you. They're s- in. You say they're and in crop style. Tops. I'm buying you a mesh crop top to go with your biker shorts. All right. I don't know when I'll wear them or where I'll wear them, but... If you want me to wear them. Around then. the house. Okay. And out. Now the conversation has got horrible. <laughs> no, I've never owned a pair of biker shorts. And like I've biked and then it was, it's been a while. But when I was biking, I realized why people wear those shorts because of the chafing. We're not talking about the actual ones that have the padding for biking though. We're but I talking, get the purpose of real bike shorts. Yeah. Like they're they're chafing. a thing for the people for that the do the biking. Yeah, do the chafing and the biking, they wear them for a reason, a good reason. So now we have not only talked about sex on this podcast, but we have also talked about chafing. The cha- the chafing. That's great. Do you, do you get where these some certain styles have come from? No. So when I go to the gym, I wear gym clothes. Yeah. What has happened is that people wear gym clothes in public. Well, they're lifestyle clothes now. Yeah. So it's the it's, they've branded it as in I have a value 
of looking like I work out. So I'm going to wear my yoga pants and my workout shirts and I'm going to parade around going, I work out. Do you work out? It's all about comfort. But you know what a big style is now? Is workwear. So Carhartt and Dickies. Those are big things now because we have the value of being a blue collar worker. Yeah. All these office guys are wearing Carhartt shirts. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> so the guys that actually use They make their really Carhartt good money by sitting working, in an office. They bought their Carhartt a long time ago. Mm, yeah. And probably like you can't even see the name brand on their Carhartt anymore because it's worn off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the style because we value those things. We value working we out and value we value hard work. Hard work. Get, get my hands dirty. All right. That's enough about I think style and clothes. Talk about good what was good your morning, worst Matt. Style. My worst style. I said my worst style was oh, back no. in no. the. No. It was the early eighties. Mm-hmm. I we dyed our jeans no. and we had them ripped and we had pins in them all the time. No, that was not your worst <laughs> style. Ten years ago, you finally threw out. Ago. Oh, now that's not a worst style. Gigantic. No, they're just normal jeans. big boy jeans. No. You got to have the Rockaware jeans. You got to have the Echo jeans. <laughs> no. You just threw those. I don't even think it was 10 years ago. I think it was probably more like seven years ago. It was probably about seven years ago. I got rid of them all. My whole, my whole oh my wardrobe. You could have fit another human it was very it w- with you. You could call it very hip-hop culture. If that's, very hip-hop culture. Yeah, that was the goal, I think. That's that where was, I came from. You... And, and a snake sheds his skin in his own time. For sure. You know, sure. sometimes it takes I longer. I think one of your styles that may have like I didn't mind it, but the the colored jeans. I think I bought you a pair of red jeans yes, with did. the zippers on the bottom. Yeah, you know I why think they you had zippers? yellow. I think you had because they're so tight. <laughs> now they make them all stretchy. Back okay, then, go. back then it was for real people yeah. that had to force them on. Oh, like we, we had to use a coat hanger. How? What? You had to use a coat hanger to pull up the zipper. Oh, I thought you meant you had a coat hanger in the back trying no, to pull them up. Trying to, oh, no, that was like wriggling. Now it's elasticity. So the style the style hasn't changed. It's just improved. Oh, quality is improved for sure. <laughs> those, those young girls today, they don't know yeah, what you, anything. You, 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 you real girls went through. Are, right. you, are you reading? It's my turn. It's the 8th. It's an even day. Opening up to change. It's the 8th? I think it's the 9th. Yeah, it's the 8th. <laughs> I know, because I decorated my mom's lawn for her birthday today. Okay. Opening opening to change? Opening up to change. Self-searching is the means by which we bring new vision, action, and grace to bear upon the dark and negative side of our natures. With it comes the development of that kind of humility that makes it possible for us to receive God's help. We find that bit by bit we can discard the old life, the one that did not work. For a new life that can and does work under any conditions, whatever. Just like we get rid of our clothes. (laughs) Change. I have been... That's from a book called As Bill Sees It. I have been given a daily reprieve contingent upon my spiritual condition, provided I seek progress, not perfection. To become ready for change, I practice willingness, opening myself to possibilities of change. If I realize there are defects that hinder my usefulness towards others... I become ready by meditating and receiving direction. Some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was nil until we let go absolutely. To let go and let God, I need only surrender my old ways to him. 
I no longer fight, nor do I try to control, but simply believe that with God's help, I am changed and affirming this belief makes me ready. I empty myself to be full of awareness, light, and love, and I am ready to face each day with hope. Amen. Man, what a pre-conversation we had. All about changing our style and what we hold on to. I think it's very fitting. Well, this is what I was reading about this morning in my other Devo book, in my other um, book that I'm reading. Explain it. What was it? It was um, a lot of us, like, come to a place where we will, like, become Christians. We want to let go of our old life and we want a new life. And so we come to believe in God. And um, and so, especially in Christian culture and church where we grew up, they would actually say, like, accept Jesus into your heart. And so you accept Jesus into your heart and then you're asking Jesus to change you. And so then you become a sinner saved by grace. A sinner saved by grace. And grace is undeserved favor. And then... But what we don't often start to realize is that we're actually a saint. Like the Bible actually says we get that transformed. We, we, get, we become transformed. Now we're children of God. And so I, as God's child, I actually have an identity in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in Christ. And I'm a, like a totally different person. And so I'm actually a saint. And that's what the, the Bible says in Ephesians. The Bible mm, says that Saint Vicky. we are saints. And so, but most of us don't take on that identity don't live we as... don't live that way we don't believe that about ourselves we believe like oh, i'm still a sinner and so we spend all this time and lots of times it's conditioning you know anyone who grew up in the church um that's like a big part of it of like you know the conditioning of like all the bad that we do and it's like this fear mentality of like you're gonna go to hell and so you need to do better and i mean at least that's how i so the it. truth is we are sinners saved by grace but then there should be, a, there is a process of being being a saint in the yeah. kingdom and acting like one and, and going forth with the kingdom of God inside you. I, but like, I don't I read... have to be perfect to take on that identity. Yeah. I am a saint. As soon as I, as soon as I believe that and receive that, I am a saint. And it's actually part of believing that that will change me. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what it says. Like, I don't have to fight. I don't have to try to control Simply believe that with God's help, I am changed and affirming this belief makes me ready. And so what it says at the beginning, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm not fighting alcohol anymore. I'm fighting becoming the manager on a daily basis. Mm. That's where the unmanageability comes in. And so I have a daily reprieve of all of my issues by staying close to God. And so my work is staying close to God. And then out of that, I change and I become the saint and I float around being saintly. Um, I, but think, you are a saint by God. You are a saint being changed by God. Yeah. I get that. God's saints don't have so to So we have that those are the new clothes. Those are the new clothes and the identity that we have to work our way into. And I think for some of us we hold on to our old styles, our old uh, hip hop culture clothes, our baggy pants, <laughs> and it takes a while to move into the new clothes. And so I think that's the process of a loving relationship with with God. Mm-hmm. I like I, I ran a rehab for eight eight years, and change is the hardest thing that the guys would ever go through. So if you change up the chores, if you change up the seating plan, like little things, like. Um, have a surprise out of town day. And it's like, they go out of their minds. And it's mm-hmm. like early recovery, we were so unable to adapt. Um, but 
the thing about early recovery is we really have to accept change because you're going to change a lot. You're going to grow. You're going to shed this skin. You're going to change your clothes, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, and there's going to be a lot of changes, especially in early recovery, especially the first couple of years. You're going to be changing all the time. Yeah. So accepting change, um, but we change because we have a relationship with God. Just like I worshiped alcohol, it changed me. I worship God and it changes me. That's a good thing to think about. All right. We'll leave you with that. Um, Be open, accepting of change, uh, whatever you're going through, knowing that the change comes from the power of God. And you don't have to fight changing all the things in your life. God will actually change them for you. And so as we stay close to him, our recovery is contingent on our daily contact with him. And uh, that's it. That's all we have today. Keep the peace, be of good behavior, (laughs) and wash your hands. We will see you soon. Have a great afternoon.